Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the latest episode of the Wrestling Index Podcast. As always, your boy TK in the house. And if you're watching live on Fuller Slapper Sports YouTube, you can see I got a very, very special guest with me right now. I got Victor Perry. He is the teacher, the leader of the wrestling club at Kip Amp Middle School in Brooklyn, New York. This guy is an inspiration. If you don't follow him on Twitter, you'll know his Twitter by the end of this. You will know who he is when we're all said and done. Victor, thank you so much for joining me. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. It was my pleasure. I So I've seen, I came across your Twitter a, a couple of months ago, and I thought what you do is just absolutely inspiring. And it seems like I'm not the only one who, who came across you, as you had a couple of awesome guests, Swerve and Keith Lee visited the wrestling club uh, not too long ago before the Grand Slam show in Brooklyn. So that had to be an awesome experience. But before we talk about that, I want to know what the wrestling club is. Fill everyone in. So how did the wrestling club get started? So it began uh, organically. It was not something that I like sat down and mastermind and planned. Uh, it just happened randomly. Uh, at my school, um, this new school that I'm at, this was I, I had the luxury of teaching the sixth graders in fifth grade. And so I got to teach them in fifth grade. And so then I moved up and taught them in sixth grade. Uh, so we kind of had a relationship already built. Um, and I remember it had to be like October, like early October. Um, I was in the middle of giving kids independent practice. So they were working until I got to check my phone. Um, and I saw on Instagram where Bianca Belair uh, and Survivor Series was coming to New York. Um, and it was at the Barclays. And so I immediately freaked out. And it's like thinking in the back of my mind, I'm going to buy tickets to Survivor Series. I've never been to a pay-per-view. This will be my first official event uh, as an adult. And then I was like, I'm going to go meet Bianca Belair. And I said that out loud. Uh, and there was a little student sitting like right next to me at my desk. And he was like, would you say, Mr. Perry? I said, nothing. Go back to work or something like that. <laughs> He's like, well, I like Bianca Belair. And so then I was just like, really? He was like, yeah, I watch wrestling. And I was like, bet, I'm going to call your mom and I'm going to take you to meet Bianca. Cause I, and so I had to decide if I wanted to pay for rent or buy tickets to go to Survivor Series. And I ended up buying tickets and not paying rent. So I mean, that's, I, that's, a, that's a natural choice, of course, right? <laughs> I, I would think so. I've done it yeah. again. Um, I'm going to Survivor Series this year. Uh, as an anniversary present for me because I went for the first time last year. So I'm going to go to Boston. I didn't pay rent, bought all these tickets. It's crazy. <laughs> um, but I, I I took the kid the next day to Monday Night Raw. But how we got there was we went and met Bianca and it was a great experience. Like, um, she's, just, she's just awesome. And we won raffle tickets to Monday Night Raw. So then I ended up being able to go to Raw with my student. And so that's where like things just changed completely. Um, he had the time of his life um, and 
I saw him light up. Like he did what we want to do as adults, what we're afraid to do, which is just have fun in public. And so like he was mimicking all his favorite wrestlers, doing their singing their entrance songs, like just reacting the way that we should react to everything, uh, to set innocence. And he came back to school the next day and was bragging about it. And so this is how the club got started. He was bragging to all his peers, like, I got to hang out with Mr. Perry outside of school. We went and got Chipotle. Um, and we went and met Bianca Belair. And then we went to Raw. We won tickets. It's just crazy. And so the other kids were jealous. And they were just kind of like, man, Mr. Perry, that's not fair. Like, why you take so-and-so and not us, you know? And so I was like, I'm sorry. I didn't know. I'm like, I didn't know that y'all watch wrestling. And they're like, yeah, we watch it from time to time. I was like, cool. I said, what if we just watch it together? Like, what if I, you know, spend time with you during your recess and lunch and we just start watching wrestling together? Would you join? And the kids said yes. And so five kids showed up the first time. And it was like that for a minute. Um, and then as time went on, like weeks and weeks went on from November uh, to about January, it just got bigger and bigger. It went from 5 to 10, 10 to 15, 15 to 20. 20 to 35, you know? Um, and it was just this interest level, you know? Kids were just interested to see, well, what is this? You know, like, um, and then before I knew it, it became this huge thing in the school. Um, and it just, it's just become this beast. <laughs> like, yeah. never have I thought about doing anything after school. And now I'm teaching after school. Like, I teach four classes, 30 kids in each class. I'm exhausted, right. you know what I mean? And now I'm doing on top of the four classes with 30 kids, I'm doing lunch and recess with about 40 kids uh, because other grades have now joined, which I said wouldn't happen, but I've allowed it. And then I run after school with 30 other kids. Wow. So uh, 30 kids different than the 40 kids during the day? Yes. Wow, okay, all right. All right, and, so you're, you're giving them all a feel. That's that's awesome. Uh, okay, yeah, it, it, it just grew, you know. Um, yeah, and I could see the look in their eyes for the the fifth graders and the in the well, it was really fifth, seventh, and eighth who were I didn't like I don't teach them, so like I wasn't gonna let them be in the club. I just wanted to focus on my sixth graders, but then my sixth graders are now seventh graders, so I was like, that's not fair. So I let my seventh graders join. And then I have my new sixth graders, but then it's like the other kids are like, man, Mr. Perry, like we want to join. And when I look in their eyes and see like they really are passionate, I'm like, who am I to say no to that? You know what I mean? And so now I have eighth graders who think they're too cool for school. Uh, they come to me every day and it's like, Mr. Perry, I watch wrestling. Can I join your club? <laughs> I have 10 eighth graders in the club and I think nice. it's dope, you know? Yeah. So like, cool. And so like, it, like I said, it was not something I thought of. Um, not something that I planned. It just happened organically. And now it's literally uh, the one thing that keeps me going every day. And it, it inspires me to continue to push it and to, and to continue to grow it. And, and it's amazing. And um, you inspire me. You inspire, I know, a ton of people out there on Twitter who see it. I wanted, again, just say thank you for what you do. You're amazing. You're inspirational. As you said, it's the children. What I see in the videos, the elation in their eyes, the excitement, the passion. I've been I've been a wrestling fan since I was four years old. When I grew up, was growing up, you couldn't talk about wrestling in school. You'd get made fun of. You were a loser. You were this. 
you know, seeing what you do is so cool. Giving a student's the outlet, a place just to go and, you know, have fun with each other. It is, it's so cool. It's, it's inspiring on so many different levels. So how did, how did you get into wrestling? Like, when did you start, um, like your journey into wrestling and how did it blow up to here? Yeah. Um, again, it was random. Uh, I was in third grade. Um, and I was just channel surfing. Um, and it was a Saturday and I landed on velocity. Uh, and I remember it was velocity because I liked that, that name. I thought it was cool. Um, but it was a tag team match. It was Paul London and Brian Kendrick. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just, I was like, whoa, they look like superheroes. Like that was the first thing I thought of was, you know, cause like they did all the cruiserweight moves, like the flips and the turns and all that amazing stuff. And I was just like, this is kind of cool, you know? Um, and so my twin brother, William, um, I shared it with him and he was like, you're late. Like I watched this already. <laughs> and I was like, you didn't think to tell me like, this is so cool. Um, and then we discovered that it came on Mondays and that was raw. And we just started sneaking and watching it. Um, I remember vividly falling in love with Victoria um, because I think my, I'm named after my mom and my mom's name is Victoria. So I just automatically found like that connection. Uh, and then Randy Orton was my fave. Um, my brother loved John Cena. So it was always like, us competing and like who was better, that type of thing. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio, Edge, like the guys who were of the ruthless aggression era, like yeah. that was going strong. Like that was what we gravitated towards. And I remember vividly, I think it was like sixth grade, sixth or fifth, uh, my brother and I started a club, uh, which is why I think maybe subconsciously it lived within me all these years mm-hmm. and it just finally came out. Um, we did a club called the Chain Gang and it was a playoff of John Cena's Chain Gang. Um, yes, we can't see. <laughs> and like we would, my mom is a computer analyst, so she had a printer in her house. Like, you know, back in the day, printers were rare, like to have a job. Oh, yeah. Very, yes. very much so. Yeah. <laughs> very rare. So, like, we had the printer, so she was able to print, like, well, we would create flyers and we would create like a roster list of the chain gang. And we sit at our lunch table and we bring like the WWE magazines, the diva magazines, cause you know, we had the diva magazines, um, the action figures, and then like any toys, like the, the, uh, they don't make them anymore. The sweatbands. Remember the, the Cena sweatbands? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where we had those, uh, and Carlito, we had the Carlito gear. Wow. His memories. <laughs> they all just jumping out. Um, good, good. And like sit at lunch and like just we didn't care like what other people it was like five of us and we didn't care like I was Randy Orton my brother was Sean Cena uh, my friend Daniel was Sean Michaels John was Triple H uh, and then we had one girl may she rest in peace um, Chelsea she was uh, Trish Stratus and so we would just sit together and like just talk about Monday Night Raw and I believe it was Thursday Night Smackdown at the time, because it was on UPN, I think. I can't remember, but like that was so long ago. But like, yeah. And so uh, I watched it up until about 2009. Um, and then I stopped. Uh, Victoria retired. And so I was just kind of like, well, my baby, I ain't gonna watch it. And I try to watch it. Yeah, like I try to watch TNA for her, but my interest changed. Um, just got into high school. 
music became a huge part of my identity, uh, making music and like just listening to it and following that dream. And so for years, I didn't watch wrestling. So from about 09 to about 2020, uh, I didn't watch much wrestling. Um, my brother, however, I don't know how he did it. I tell him every day, like, how did you go to um, the military and go across seas, you know, uh, and still stick with wrestling all these years? And he has. And he would remind me, like, throughout the years, like, he'd be like, yo, you should check out Seth Rollins or you should check out Sasha Banks or you should check out, uh, who was it? Roman Reigns. And it's another name that's leaving me. But I was like, okay, yeah, cool. I knew Roman. I think everyone knew yeah. who Roman was just because of the name and Rock. So I was like, okay, well, I know he's the Rock's cousin. Cool. Who cares? Like, at the time, I was like, who cares? Like, so pandemic happened. And I had nothing to do. And so my brother was like, SummerSlam is coming on. You should watch it, you know? And so I gave it a try. And I saw all those names that he mentioned. I saw Seth Rollins. I saw Sasha. I saw Roman. And I was like, okay, I see what Wills is, is saying. Like, I can see, like, why he likes these people. And so I fell in love with it. Like, that, that pay-per-view made me think, I can give this a try again. And I just started watching Sasha, a lot of Sasha, um, and a lot of Roman. And like, I went back and studied their career from their debut, um, and then the history of those years in between. Um, but what really fascinated me was the women. Um, because I remember Victoria being my favorite and I remember always having like a grudge with why she wasn't utilized properly or like why the women were not treated like the men. And so to see it full come full circle, um, with Sasha Banks and like her main eventing Hell in a Cell or like the Women's Royal Rumble or like even um, uh, they had a WrestleMania main event. This was before Sasha yeah. and Bianca, but the, the triple threat and then the evolution pay-per-view. That's when I was like, what is going on here? Like, <laughs> where, where, what is this new product? <laughs> you know, like it's dope. Like, and so I, I, I just fell in love with it. And like, I, I genuinely can say, I love wrestling more now than I did ever when I was a kid. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a great story. And the people who you mentioned, Roman Reigns, definitely. I'll always throw my ones up for the Tribal Chief for sure. <laughs> Sasha Banks, she's, she's amazing. Let me get your take on it before we swing back into things. What's your take on what's going on with Sasha Banks right now? Do you think that she's going to come back? Her scandal is no longer Sasha Banks WWE. It's now you know Mercedes Renato. So do you think we're going to see her back? Or are we just getting thrown off the loop? Uh, what, what, what do you think is going on? Honestly, I'm I'm happy for whatever Mercedes wants. Yeah. Awesome. Um, she is such a genuinely nice person. Um, I don't know if you knew this, but she came to the school. She was no, the I first. Didn't. Yeah, she was the first WWE or pro wrestler to reach out to the club and come to our school. Um, and so getting to hang out with her and like getting to talk with her and with my students, um, we really got to see a really unique side of her. Um, and whatever Mercedes wants, I'm fine with it. So if it's, if she's putting up her boots for right now, go do your thing because she's already proven herself. You know, she oh, yeah. is the female wrestler. I don't think there's anyone better. I haven't seen anyone better. And so... When she comes back, she comes back. And if she doesn't, it's all right. Because like you said, 
or like I said, like the matches are there. Her legacy is already cemented in pro wrestling. Oh yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Absolutely. And first of all, I did not know that. That's awesome that she, that she did that and came to the school. That had to be just an absolute surreal moment for you and for your students, but she doesn't, she has done it all. She's main event at WrestleMania. Um, she is without a shadow of doubt, top five women's wrestler of all time, main events on main events on main events, over five time women's champion. So no, she doesn't have to come back into UC. She's all over the place right now. Her and Trinity are absolutely killing it. So you you love to see that. And I'm with you. Whatever she decides to do, you know, I'm happy for her either way. But let's swing back then into the club. So you got back into wrestling during COVID. And how long after did the wrestling club then come about? Is it when you came back into into the classroom then? Yes. So during the pandemic, we were virtual. So I didn't really like have a connection with the kids like that. Uh, it was 2001 um, when, so a year later was when the club came about. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's awesome. That's so cool. And then I saw recently that you guys are going to be, are you setting up a, a trip for WrestleMania? Was it WrestleMania 39 that you guys are going to be going to? Mm-hmm. That's the one next yeah. year, right? 2023? Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, mm. awesome. Yeah, that's so cool. So you guys are going to be doing WrestleMania um, 39 together. I mean, again, what just what a surreal experience for your, for your students. Yeah, fan. that's yeah. going to be crazy. I've never been to a Mania, and, and I've never been to L.A., and I don't like flying planes. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah, I was going to – and how many, how many students are going to be going with you? Four. Okay, that's, that's so cool. That's so cool. Yeah. What an experience for sure. Awesome. And then let's talk about – what just happened recently it was all over the place right before grand slam aew tag team champions keith lee swerve strickland they show up um at your school how was that experience talk to me about that oh it was amazing absolutely um like i mentioned sasha came before so the kids had that experience already of meeting like a person that they look up to so it was just natural for them when they came to the school. Um, and it was just so much fun. The energy was just, I mean, Swerve is on a hundred. I'm, you know, I'm sure. All yeah. the time. And I love it. And then it's like a zebra. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> and I just loved it because the kids were like, they were like on the edge of their seats when they gave it, when they asked them questions and they gave their answers the kids were just like so amazed by the i guess i guess there's a duality in a sense you have someone that's so chill but still so awesome you have someone so turnt but still so awesome and they work so well together i think it showed my children especially that opposites do attract and when yeah. you're different and when you have those differences it doesn't mean that you can't get along and work together and so i thought it was great to see that duality in the classroom up front up close and personal and to feel it definitely yeah that was that was so cool to see i was sitting there i was like oh man i was supposed to talk to victor and then oh my god they're swerving keith lee that's so cool i was almost <laughs> glad that it got pushed back a week because then we got to talk about this because you know i i, I will i'll always be forever um indebted to keith lee he helped get my wife into wrestling the first time she saw him get down on NXT, she's like, 
who is that moving the way he does big guy and she just thought he was so cool so i mean you see him i love him he is absolutely the best and whose house i mean who doesn't love swear man that energy is unbelievable and you could tell like in all the videos the way he was hopping around your classroom and doing the thing with the students that was that was super cool man absolutely yeah 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 definitely yeah and then uh you know before we get out of here i just want to talk about right now's product so you said roman sasha they got you back into wrestling right what do you watch right now weekly? I know you're a busy, busy man. You got a lot going on with your kids, wrestling club. So what do you do? Uh, what are you watching weekly for wrestling? Uh, I tr- I mean, I try to watch both WWE and AEW every week. Um, I have to because I run a club and I'm always thinking of lessons and I'm always thinking of matches that I can show my kids. Um, and so I'm watching Monday Night Raw, NXT, because my favorite wrestler of all time is there, um, AEW, Dynamite, um, and Friday Night SmackDown. I don't watch Rampage because by the time Friday comes, I'm barely awake for SmackDown. Then it's like I go to sleep. So, yeah. yeah. Sadly, with Rampage, we haven't been missing too much. I'm the biggest AEW mark out there, so I can say that, um, and it's not a shot. <laughs> um, so it's okay. But, 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 yeah, I'm with you. What do you think of the, the, the change with Triple H taking over? Have you noticed a significant change in the product? Have you enjoyed it more with him um, under the helm? I have. Uh, the change is drastic. It's so alarming. Uh, the fact that there is no more rematch. There's no more rematches consistently every week. Uh, women are utilized in a much more elevated space, um, and your the quality of wrestling is has gone up. It, it, it's, it's insane. I mean, and it's it it is it, so weird to say it because there's some like the roster in WWE is fantastic, mm-hmm. so we should not. It, it's weird to say, oh wow, the quality of matches are great. Like that should have been a given. You know what I mean? Like they're just out there now doing what they would always do. Um, yep. I also um, appreciate the emphasis on the mid card and the mid card championships. Because um, I remember as a kid, you know, you won the USA championship or the Intercontinental, it meant a big deal. Uh, that's what started Randy Orton's career was being Intercontinental champ. And John Cena was the US champ. So it's like that's what started their careers, which then led them to be a main event key player. So I love seeing that. Um, I love the use. I mean, the tag team division right now is so insane in WWE. Like, but it's always been there. It's just they've never had any time to like showcase it. Right. And I remember right before Triple H took over, I remember seeing the minutes on SmackDown for how much wrestling was being used in two hours. And it was like one episode, I think it was only 20 minutes of wrestling. And I was like, what? How is that possible? Like, I always said to myself, I'm never going to SmackDown if they come to New York. I'm not wasting money to see 20 minutes of wrestling. You know what I mean? Right. So to see it now evolve and to see it uh, become such a great product to enjoy. Like I look forward to watching Raw for all three hours or NXT or SmackDown and being excited to talk about it with my kids. It's dope. Um, And I'm just so eager for WrestleMania season because I have no idea what they're going to do. Like I I know it's going to, I think, I'm going to make a bold prediction that this WrestleMania is going to rival WrestleMania 17. 
Wow. Yeah, I I could see it. Everything that you just said is 110% factual. I couldn't have said it better myself. I'm with you. WrestleMania season is going to be incredible. This or a week and a half from now, Extreme Rules is going to be incredible. How about an Extreme Rules card that actually has Extreme Rules? Extreme rules. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what a concept, right? I mean, how cool is that? Yeah, Triple H has just been remarkable what he's done with the mid card i love seeing bobby lashley just dominate raw in the fashion that he's been dominating uh, dominating it for the people who don't know who is your all-time favorite wrestler who's doing his thing on nxt right now when i shoot i don't miss <laughs> love 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 carmelo um he's like he's literally me in the classroom if he's the a champ in wrestling i'm the a teacher in the classroom Love it. Love it. You love to hear it. Let me ask you a question with Carmelo. Do you want him? I've said for, for, for like a year now, he's going to be the one to dethrone Braun down in NXT and win the NXT title. Would you like to see that? Or do you want to just see him elevated up to raw or SmackDown right now? I'm torn because there's so much talent on the main roster who have not been utilized properly that I do think it's, now that Triple H is in charge, they should be utilized. You know, they're just a few years behind for whatever reason, why they weren't utilized. We won't get into that. Um, so yeah. I would prefer if Melo stays on NXT and has a great tenure um, as champion of NXT um, so that it just also, I mean, like he doesn't need any grooming. You know what I mean? Like the dude's ready, but just to let him just develop a legacy so that when he does come to the main roster, uh, without a shadow of a doubt, no one's going to think, oh, well, he's taking someone else's time because he's put in the, the the work, you know what I mean? Where it's like, well, he was a crazy champion. You see what I'm saying? So, like, because I still want to see Tez. I want to see um, yep. Dawkins. I want to see, I mean, you got Cody that's coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, KO. I want to see mm-hmm. Seth. Um, you got Gunther. Like, yep. there's just so much talent on the main roster that has just been underutilized and not have, haven't had a chance to be, you know, a, a, a key player. Um, and so I think Melo should stay a little longer, maybe just a year, unfortunately, um, so that it balances out for everything. No, and that would be fine because you have him be Braun and then Braun can go up to the main roster. They're both ready to go right now. They're both more than ready to go. I look forward to seeing that feud in NXT. Like that's the feud, in my opinion, that they've needed to be building towards for a while now. So we're I don't think he's gonna win that ladder match. So I think he'll be the next person to challenge Braun and then take the belt from Braun. And I really am looking forward to that. Um, Victor, I could sit here and talk wrestling with you all day. I'd love to have you back on maybe in the future where we just talk what's going on, current product. That would be a lot of fun because I think you can Thank talk you. wrestling all day for sure. But I know you're re- you're really busy, so I don't want to keep you. I, I want to say thank you again so, so, so very much for what you do. Again, you are an inspiration. You are an amazing human being. Thank you for what you do for your students. And thank you for showing people like me that there's great people like you out there. Um, this show, the Wrestling Index Podcast, you can find it Floor Sniper Sports YouTube, floorsnipersports.com, all major audio platforms, and the Visionary Global Media Network. Victor, thank you so much again for joining me. I look forward to talking to you again in the future. Thank you. Take care. Take, thank, thank you so much. Take care now.